Wes and I, uh, we were just talking about the Robbie Williams uh, documentary on Netflix. Hi, oh, Wes. How's it? Not? Oh, it's so good. Eh? <laughs> very, very good. If you haven't watched it yet, please go and check it out. I think it was under the top 10, of course, a few weeks ago. Um, I saw it was one of the most watched. Um, yeah, it's just uh, like we were saying, he's just so relatable and honest. And yeah. uh, you come away thinking, yeah, oh, you're, you're a fan. Very lucky. Yeah. If you if you weren't a fan before, you'll probably be one after the documentary. Yeah. Go check it out. Okay, where's some finance thoughts? So we're going to do some Christmas thoughts this morning. We've been speaking about finances for the past few weeks and a lot of serious stuff. But this is the last week uh, for the year for our financial insert. We'll pick it up in January. But I know you've often said to me that being a financial advisor, <laughs> you know, it often feels like you are a financial psychologist because <laughs> yeah. you have to listen to people's uh, financing problems. But do you have any parting thoughts for us uh, for our final insert for 2023? Something like Yeah, so it, it does seem like most of the important advice that one gives as a financial advisor is it's actually just sound financial wisdom or common sense. Mm. You know, it really, to me, it feels like uh, there's nothing special around what I'm saying. And it's trying to just get people into good habits or trying to get them to avoid bad habits. And I wanted to touch on some of the psychology for the festive season. And I want to broadly term it the psychology of money or your relationship to money and there tend to be kind of two extremes here as to how you can relate to your money and I want to focus on this in relation to the Christmas season in particular with the extremes being this so the one extreme is where you Scrooge McDuck <laughs> and, and you don't easily spend your money mm. and the other extreme is where you are Mother Teresa and you dole out gifts to children and to family and friends with no real thought to costs or budgets that's the way yeah it's, it's actually funny that you are talking about that today because that's my theme for a little bit later on uh, okay. Christmas gifts okay I think we could all relate to, to having tendencies towards one or the other of these extremes I mean we all a little love a little bit spending but we also keep our money tight you know yeah. uh, and I'm guessing we need to rather be somewhat in the middle what do you say yeah that's it I mean th- there's positive and negative attributes to both of these ends of the scale and we need to see what our natural bias is and to be aware of the negative side of this bias so for example for all the mother Teresa's out there that they, they tend <laughs> to have gift giving as a love language and, and they revel in this time of year when they can spoil others and be a blessing to them and if that's you this is an amazing quality to have and, and I would necessarily say that you need to temper it or stray too far away from it but what I would say is that a good dose of common sense is really Mm. going to serve you well here in the sense that a budget of what you have available to spend is going to help you so if you go to the shops and and you have an overall plan in mind in terms of who you need to buy for how much money do you have it's going to help you weigh your decisions so if you're tempted to spend a lot on a certain gift it allows you to know that then you cannot be as extravagant in other gifts or it helps you balance how much you're spending on each person and this is then helpful in those moments when your emotions can run away with you in the heat of the moment or in the pressure of a sale you know while stocks last you you end up spending too much on a gift that you thought someone just had to have and then you blow your budget. So there's no point in spending all of your money over and above what you have available and then suffering the following month when you can't make your normal payments and you're trying to catch up on your December splurge. So I just, I love that analogy. I use it often of the airplane when there's an emergency and the oxygen masks come down and they always say you need to put your own one on first before you help your kids. And the point there is that, you know, there's no point in helping others to the 
extent that you cannot actually fend for yourself. Mm-hmm. So we need to have a, a sense of financial stewardship that allows us to spend and be generous within our means, but still allowing for generosity. I mean, that the definition of generosity is that it's always going to cost you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that was that for the, the giving Mother Teresa's out there. But what about the Scrooge McDucks who only use like one ply toilet paper and they use that instead of wrapping paper to save a few cents you know those who really keep their their money tight yeah so so if you identify more with this group then very likely you've got a set budget in place you know how much you can afford to spend on christmas and gifts and things that's great the issue here is that you normally don't want to spend Mm. or you would rather spend on other things so i think the most helpful thing to remember here is that generosity needs to be intentional. So there's actually fascinating research done in America around the correlation between people's income and their levels of giving. And one would, you'd naturally expect that as people earned more, they would give more because that's that's often Mm. our excuse is we can't afford to give and, and if we could afford to, we would. But the reality is that this excuse is simply not true. And the research shows that the more people earn, the less they give. Yeah. And, and I think it actually it comes down to that principle that if you cannot be generous with a little, you're not going to be generous with much. So you can get quite philosophical about all of this, but I still, again, there's a story that I love around um, the Rockefellers who were one of the richest families in America and the world at the time. And when they died, uh, people were around the lawyer and he was reading out the will and someone said, how much did he leave behind? And the lawyer said all of it. And and that's the yeah. point is we don't take our money with us into yeah. eternity. And, and for those who tend to be Scrooges or save, savers or stingy, we need to work on our generosity as well as making sure that we are allowed to enjoy our money. Mm. So if we get anxious or worried about money and all we want to do is save, it, it almost becomes this never-ending cycle because the more we have, then our worries just change into something else. How do we invest that? How do we protect mm. it? What happens if markets crash? How do I insure it? And, and you just worry about different things. And the perspective here, again, it's from another great quote that I read the other day. It's that we all have a thousand problems until we have a health problem then we only have one problem wow and and that's you know just as a serious health issue can put all your other problems into perspective we need to put our concerns about money into perspective and realize that there are things in life that are more important and we must allow ourselves to actually enjoy our money now it's very very important uh, when you reach a point where you get obsessed with saving or well I don't know people are obsessed with spending if you can do that I assume but yeah if it gets a little bit too much and, it, and you think about it every day I mean it can't be healthy yeah. and it's so true what you've said now Wes uh, in the Christmas season how nice it would be to find new levels of generosity so to let go of worries about money and uh, whether we have enough and you know also to get through the festive season well in terms of our holidays and presents and uh, not you know kind of exasperate our financial situation so if anyone wants to get hold of you to discuss their financial matters where can they email you Wes? They can email me at Wes at gda.co.za or you can get the details of their Facebook page so it's Wes it's W-E-S at G-D-A dot C-O dot Z-A and if you're struggling please let me know on the WhatsApp line Wes have a fabulous Christmas Yo, with your loved you ones you have a great time and Thanks. we'll chat again in the new year yes and Merry Christmas and thank you for the oh, great insights pleasure. we'll take this further in 2024 cool. cheers now. enjoy Wes cheers